Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, the word is out. They're going to talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 749, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Density. <laughs> there you go. My density has bought me to you. Yes. So, uh, did you forget where you were for a second? I did. <laughs> I was like, luckily I have it written in my notes in case where I ever forget. So I'm Tom just... and his advanced age started yes. to forget where we were going. <laughs> where am I? And then I was so, like, well, maybe he's doing like a temple, of do- like a spinoff. Like we're in the, you know. No. Oh, no. I don't put that much thought into this. Basement of bewilderment. Everyone, everyone knows that by now. He was going to pull that rock star mistake. Hello, Cleveland. We're yes. in Detroit. <laughs> So I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. This is Tom. And joining us once again is Paul Harris. Hey, Paul. Proud to be here. Happy to help you guys kick off your second 10 years. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm true. always happy to not be the oldest guy on the show. That's a... <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Is Dan, <laughs> is Dan older? Yes. Dan okay. is my little Dan, bit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think he's like a, like two years older. Maybe. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's it's why just, Tom was glowing on that 10-year anniversary. <laughs> it's just nice to know there's someone here who will get my references. <laughs> I got to tell you, we've been doing this long enough. That you're that starting I, to get them? I am starting to get them, yes. <laughs> Only because I have a finite number. <laughs> and because of... I have to do like a Rolodex. We're like, wait a minute. I think I the, know what that is. My brain atrophy. <laughs> I just, it's just getting fewer and fewer things I remember I every year. I know that life. Yeah. yeah. So. Six concussions will do that. Yeah. yeah, I just I all I have to blame is age. Perfect. So before we get started, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Not maybe not not Stitcher. Not Stitcher. Oh. <laughs> hey, Spreaker's moving up in the rankings, guys. Yeah. Just by default. You're waiting for Ryan Reynolds to buy Spreaker and just yeah. turn it into a thing. He should. Oh this my is gosh. Zoon's time to shine. Yeah. So he should though. Why, if Ryan Reynolds bought Stitcher or something, he, or has, any of those, he, like, he has bought some weird stuff. 
and not in a bad it's way. It's just worked, random, right? And it's all oh worked. yeah, like because didn't he just sell Mint Mobile to somebody? Yeah, for like a billion. He dollars. sold it back to T-Mobile. They leased T-Mobile's service, so T-Mobile right? so T-Mobile paid him so they could just use their own service. It's great. That's hilarious. Genius. Well yeah. done, Ryan. But he buy, like he buys that. He, he bought know, that soccer team, the, and he buys a soccer team, and they like move up into different divisions now. Like it is insane. I like to think that all of us who were in Mississippi grind are very smart men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mendelssohn got that Marvel contract. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing all right. Yeah. I bought a copy of that the other day because I saw it at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And I like to go thrifting. But I didn't. I didn't own a physical copy of that movie. I'm like, this is... Did you bring pulp. it in to get it signed? Yeah, you should have oh, I should have. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That I would didn't. devalue it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I look at that, and I'm like, that's Paul Harris's movie. That's, that's right. Yeah. Real spoiler all, zone. Paul all Harris. two minutes. <laughs> that's good. Where was that? Oh, yeah. Where we, while you're there, follow us on the podcast place stuff there. <laughs> How about YouTube? And, sure. I, I'll get to it. <laughs> Well, I you know I you forget thing. things, Tom. Jeez. I got a whole thing. <laughs> when, when, when do we start recording? Yeah, <laughs> too late. Oh, this is a bad rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> so you can leave us a review and follow us. So you never miss an episode. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Do we read that review? Do we get one from the from the website? <laughs> sure. Oh, I got to find it. I didn't think oh, I was actually going to do it. Uh, never mind. While he looks right. for that, I will do League of Show Shares. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week include Chris Falls, Gabriel Lugo, Librarian Cynthia, Brent Smith, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Travis Tewitt, Tom Dowdy, Chris Sanders, Phil Tymon, Julianne Jordan, Chris Magic Man, Gus Butisi. Hey, I got to point out. You weren't on the show last week. Uh-huh. I don't know that your father's ever shared an episode. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I can listen to this one this week. Yeah, it's God, like, thank he's, God. He's been waiting for the one you're not here for. So Sorry I, that my dedication to the show has made that impossible for my I, father to listen to an episode. I will let everyone unpack privately <laughs> what like that He's like Indiana Jones' yeah, father. Trust yes. me. It ain't going to take yeah. long. He's like, we named the dog Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Tribble, Heather Sachs, Christopher Rex, David Rojas, Spoiler Piece Theater, Invasion of the Remake, Geek to Me Radio, Binge Movies, In Session Film, Ronnie Castle, Mike Mike and Oscar, Colby Mack, Matt Naglia, Ryan Terry, Nostalgia Cast, Feel and Film, and It Pod to Be You. So thank you so much for sharing an episode. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get bonus content and we like you extra. And yes, Kevin, there is a YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, thank you. Just making sure. <laughs> Got it. Work hard on that YouTube channel. You know, the YouTube channel has added more work than <laughs> probably double the work of just an audio podcast, even with the stuff. You got to do thumbnails and you got to yeah. post it there and edit the video and all that. So it's like, I want people to look at this thing. God yeah. dang it. That's why for the clip out, we have a company for that. Yeah. That's because be nice. that podcast makes money. That's there a, is that. Yeah. <laughs> I will note that Paul Harris's camera has stopped working again. Kevin right, sets up the camera. Show. Yeah. Joe will read a review. Uh, this is from Robert on Placeholder. I don't know what that is. Is this but, the one uh, that says you're the best looking one? Nope. Oh, okay. Sort of. My gets red like this uh, when I'm horny. That's what it says. <laughs> okay. I'm not even making this up. I'm looking at it. Robert, good luck, bud. Congratulations on your red vagina. Yeah. I don't. Something tells me that ain't right, but I would. What see, do I know? Th- I would you think somebody misclicked. Either way, it's fan. No, I mean it, like that shouldn't do that. I don't think it should be red. You're not spoiled, wrong, but yeah. I don't think it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, Robert, our thanks, advi- Robert. Our advice to you is go see your OBGYN. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Please, I think it's time for a pap smear. Hope it's for the best, bud. Okay. Well, that so, was a great review. Oh yes. I mean, was, all right. See you guys. Uh, please wonderful. don't ever. What about us. YouTube? 
I did the YouTube. See, the oldest, oldest guy here forgot yeah, I did oh, the yeah, YouTube. Right, right. So. Hey, what about YouTube? I didn't hear it. <laughs> anyway, there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? Man, this series, well, the first three hold like a very special place in my heart. It's funny when people say that. Hmm. Like, because, like, I think Paul is similar age. We'll remember when Temple of Doom came out, mm-hmm. people hated it. Yep. It got on really relentlessly. Because Raiders were so phenomenal. Yeah. Oh. Like, and so it's funny how Temple, it's been kind of retconned in the public consciousness as, oh, the first three are great. And I'm like, no, like, and I remember in interviews was Spielberg saying when Last Crusade came out, they're like, why did you come back and make another one? And he was like, because Temple of Doom was a piece of shit. That's so and, crazy. And I, I, wanted, I, I wanted to end the series <laughs> on a high note. And, and Crusade is so, feels so similar to Raiders. Right. They're yes. clearly going for another a, I Raiders. Think, I think Crusade is a little more... Like family friendly, it's a little it's, bit more Saturday morning it's cartoon. Funny. Yes, yes. Right. It's well, a, you know, Temple of Doom is the one that caused the MPAA to put in the PG thirteen yes. rating, which it's didn't like exist that before and that. Gremlins and, back to back. But, yep. yeah. but also yeah. Raiders, they're like, we saw what this guy did back there. I mean, <laughs> they're he, melting. He faces. melted his face There's off. <laughs> blood everywhere. Like they were like, listen, buddy, you got yeah. away with it a couple of times here. But, but oh, I mean, keep Temple of Doom. Temple of, right. It's the heart scene. It's yeah. the heart scene in Temple of Doom. It's the gremlin in a microwave yep. and blender. Yep. And it's that kitchen sequence in Gremlins that ultimately causes PG thirteen. But I yeah. think I mean I first PG thirteen movie? Oh, I don't know. Oh wait, uh, Splash? No. No, that's what I was gonna say. That's the first PG thir- was that PG I think that was the first PG thirteen movie for Disney. Oh. First PG thirteen movie, Red Dawn. Oh. Man, that's a good movie. Okay. Second PG thirteen movie? Splash. Night of the Comet. Oh, weird. Yeah. Third. Splash. Splash. I'm Third, just going to keep going. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it'll be one of them eventually. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I, I just watched all these movies, right? So yeah. I watched all five Indiana Jones movies in the past week. Well, and watching Raiders, though, I think Raiders is more violent. Like, when we look at the heart pulling out thing now, it's not really anything compared to bloody face well, melting. It's not just that. It's the guy the, getting the propeller. That's exactly where yeah, I was going with it. Blood splatters <laughs> everywhere. So watching Raiders, I think that's the one that should have spurred them. I don't know how we got away with that. It was too, it was too new. Getting like the PG. It was, yeah, I just, it was too... They were too new. Like there look was at Jaws. Jaws I was, is PG. Yeah. Like, Jaws is, which is crazy. Yeah. So That's he did it crazy. over and over and over again. Where yeah, he's like, like, try me. He's, so, he's solely responsible. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I think, like, I saw Last Crusade in theaters. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. And it's one of the first one of the first movies I remember seeing in theaters. But I, It was my first Indiana Jones movie. I think oh, really? people around our age love Crusaders the most because it's the one that was newest, so they... It just got seen the most. Uh, man, but Raiders, I think, is one of the greatest movies ever made. I yep. think like Raiders yeah. I think Raiders is better, but Last Crusade is more fun. There's something about it where I go back and forth. Like, I, if I were to rank these it's movies... It's more jokey. Yeah, it yeah. is. Well, I mean, you got No Ticket, The Pen is Mightier Than the Sword. They do it over and no over again. No Ticket. Yeah, I, I love it. The lines are so good. The dad jokes in yes. Cru- Last Crusade. If I were to rank these, so I watch them all, so I at least want to get a ranking out there. So I think if we're doing best, not just favorite, but I think it goes Raiders, Crusade, Temple of Doom, this one, and then Crystal Skull. Yeah, I think yeah, I put this. I, I put you this skipped over a Temple. blank. 
before <laughs> Crystal well, Skull. No, that, well, I when I was on Twitter before I saw the new one, I go, you know, one, two, three, and I go dot 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 dot. I mean, Crystal Skull is You're like Young yeah. Indiana Jones Chronicles. Right. Yeah, I haven't he, seen that, you know, and that goes before the. <laughs> you know, he shows up in one of those episodes. Yeah. Which I didn't. Where he's realize. like fifty, and he's like, "When I twenty years ago, when I stopped doing this, <laughs> oh, yeah, playing a saxophone. Oh. That's the whole premise of that thing. Oh boy, Isn't, and it's yeah. it's. And I know Indiana, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles has issues because like they've they re-edited them mm. when they oh, it's Lucas when oh. they put oh. them on home video, and so like it was weird. There were like were ones missing, and they would run them out of order, and they would change the framing sequences. And so I don't know. I know it's on Disney plus. Yeah. I don't know which version we have. Sure. On Disney right, plus. Right. I just know that like anyone that was trying to watch it before the age of streaming, there were always all sorts of mm, issues about issues like how they had adjusted. Things. Is it any good? Cause I, I didn't get a chance. I was like, I'm I not think watching. it's fine. I it's... think I remember I, I watched one or two when they mm-hmm. aired originally. And, and I remember being, decent for yeah. what they were. Doesn't they... River Phoenix show up in one, too? I, mm-hmm. well, I was oh, going to ask, he really? was he what? supposed to before he passed away? Because I mean, I don't it... remember. Because, so, he, I mean, he was a kid in in Crusade. Yeah. Like, that's... I mean, I it wasn't supposed to be his show. Right. But, that's what I was wondering. But I he... thought mm-hmm. he showed up in mm-hmm. one. But, but the whole point was, like, it was an anthology series, and it was going to bounce around in his life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got and you. So you, got you. one episode would be him at 15. The next one might be him at Oh, he's 50. an adult sometimes? I, I thought th- it was always, I, like... Well, kid. I guess it was always young. But he I was thought, always But I, I don't think it was like this... It wasn't like a chronological yeah. telling of his of his life. I Obviously. think it's a great idea because yeah. if you think about it, you've got these films and he goes on all these great adventures and you know, obviously, he's not just going on one adventure every fifteen years or whatever the time. Period it's him trying to get around. tenure at the university. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like it's a fun idea, and so they took some some ideas and like Dial of Destiny. I think came from a comic book. It was already an idea. Oh, is that right? And there's video games where he goes on different adventures. So throughout the the time, oh, I wonder been, if I have that comic book. You probably do because yeah. I do have. I have a lot of the Indiana Jones Dark Horse stuff. Yeah. So, I, oh, so I've got the Marvel stuff. I've got the Marvel stuff too. Yeah. That's like the, just the adaptations. Yeah. That was my second. I'll never forget this zach davidson my second grade teacher was like if you get a hundred on this spelling test i'll give you a comic oh and so like he start. I, it was the we have him to thank for being on this podcast <laughs> that's true probably. that's probably true he would give me it was the, the limited series of temple of doom yeah i think but there was an ongoing series too oh so i had the, it's the i just have the adaptations yeah they well, had an ongoing series as well and of course there's i gotta keep getting hundreds because yeah there's yeah, more you, than one comic so, well, there's no other way to acquire a comic book. Yeah, only the teacher has only the, the teacher stock. has the one through four. I gotta keep going. <laughs> how but will that's... I find out how Richie Rich ends? <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that was one of the you know like the I remember reading those comics and just pouring over that because I wasn't allowed to see that movie. Right. Mm. Well, and back then those comic book adaptations, you know, it was before the age of home video, or yeah. or there was this long lag time between when it you know. Oh, big time! But like, yeah, when I was get like those Star Wars comics, like that was it. Like you weren't going to watch that at home, so and you would that, get the comic books. That number two yeah. is a pricey book. Yes, it is. Yes, but so anyway, I, you know that always makes me wonder: Did Steven Spielberg invent fan service? Oh, 
Because I if mean, you think if, about it, that scene with River Phoenix and Last Crusade mm-hmm. where like he gets he, the cut. He falls into the thing of snakes and he gets he gets the hat oh, and that, the whip and that the, plays so much worse now. That irked me to no end. Really? Watching I it to, not, watching I it do this. not need to see one adventure he went on where he gets fifty of his trademark thing. Oh, so he just acquired in one day he decided he was gonna do everything for the rest of his life. I'm it gonna, felt I'm gonna, so I'm gonna get that whip, I'm gonna get that hat, so I'm gonna get for, that scar. I mean if this is what at the time it was kick ass. Okay. Oh, really? I mean, because yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that's. A, but seriously, watching it now because we've been hit over the head with fans, sure. that feels yeah. so cheesy. If you just tell me that's how he found his hat and he already had a whip, and you're like, okay, he's got the whip, right? Got, like, cool. How he got his hat? Fine. On one adventure, you cannot give him. <laughs> I'm scared of snakes. I got my hat. I got my whip. That guy wears a leather jacket. I'm gonna get one like him. It was so annoying. When <laughs> I saw nice. this movie, the uh, hat and the and the the whip got an applause break. From the people in the theater, the, this oh, was wow. a very interest. Like I, this was a very interesting watch. Like the 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 audience that I was with was, was intertwined. All, uh, intertwined, yes, was just all over the place. Like I had, you had like college kids, but you also had like elderly folks. But then you had it was just like I don't think I realized how across like everybody loves Indiana Jones. Yeah, like nobody doesn't like Indiana Jones, mm. and they just show Nazis. up for. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. This is a four quadrant. Which, hit if which, big well, in today's world, if if you're counting Nazis, it's a three quadrant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. true. They got their own quad. They've had a resurgence. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, but, when I, after I saw this, I wondered if people who were not alive when the first movie came out would even care that there's a new Indiana Jones. My movie. kid doesn't. I've tried for the last three months to get her to watch Raider. She's like, no. Mm. But well, and, and, and my son has never even even though I enjoy the movies, I've never been like a super fan of them. Like this rewatch is my first time watching them in years. I just, you know, but he's never seen any, and he didn't even want to go to the movie because he's like, I haven't seen any of those, and he didn't really have any interest. Yeah. Raiders is I I will revisit that more than like twice a year. Raiders is the one. Yeah, I've probably seen Raiders the most. Yeah, and then Crusade when I was a kid. I gotta certainly. tell you though, that opening sequence in Temple of Doom is amazing. That whole the whole Kate Capshaw and the the, the it's big fun. musical with number the, with fun. the vial on the floor yeah and just like around. and roll and him rolling the, the big table it's but I mean it's beautifully shot it's 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 yeah. fun it's incredible sure. yeah. Club Obi Wan is that what it's called mm-hmm. I never noticed but, that you know did you notice who the pilot of the plane was that he escapes on no it's Dan Aykroyd well yeah Dan Aykroyd oh, the very beginning oh yeah yeah, yeah. Him, sure they sure, don't sure. even show his face yeah <laughs> it's hilarious that he's but you know the thing is tonally so watching them all in a row. Temple of Doom takes a really weird tonal shift. Not Big only time. is it darker in those scenes that we talked about when they get into the temple and everything, but it's so goofy. Talk about Saturday morning cartoon. I mean, that yeah. opening sequence is goofy as can be. Very that much feels so. like silly. And not in a bad, like I enjoyed it, but it sure does get silly if you just watch Raiders. And so I could see right. audiences where they had seen it so many times in theaters and there wasn't home video at that time. The, so there was home video. It okay. was fledgling. But I will also say if you bought a VHS, if you spent the eighty nine ninety five on a you'd VHS... You'd watch Raiders a hundred times. <laughs> Raiders would be one that you would have spent that on. You'd, right? you'd have burned you know? that tape. At this point, it's it's on cable. And yeah. Because okay. what Doom is, what, 84? Oh, is it that much later? Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, it's like... No, it's only two years later, yeah, I, I thought. thought. It was only, wasn't it like 81, I thought? No, Raiders is 81. Doom is probably so, 83 yeah, that makes sense, or 84. 84, yeah. 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 And so, at that point, it's also been on cable... Rep- you know, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I was thinking we were talking about when they filmed the movie, so my years were off. Oh, we gotcha. were trying to figure out budgets, and there's a huge jump in inflation. We were doing inflation oh. calculator. So Raiders had a twenty million dollar budget. 
which today would be a $60 million budget. Modest, right? Yeah. Okay. Dial of Destiny had a $290 million budget. So I just watched a thing on Superman 78. And the budget for, I don't remember what the budget was for that one in 1978, but they adjusted it. Mm -hmm. And it would have been, it was like a $250 million movie. It was, that was 250? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, for in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had to, because they hired big name actors. They did. No movie had ever hired big name actors and they had to back up a truck full of money (laughs) because it was, it was slumming. And they, was like, didn't Marlon like, Brando get ten million dollars or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they. I was in my head, it was twelve, but I, but and but, they, but I was questioning it because it seems like so much. Yeah, but he, he was the I, highest paid actor per for per screen time, right? And that's like, why they yeah. they like only used half the footage, and then they well, they, okay, yeah. I, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I just watched this. Yeah. Is he filed some sort of lawsuit? So they took him like so. You know that weird scene in Superman two. When he goes to the Fortress Hall and he talks to his mom. Right. Well, that was supposed oh, to be Marlon Brando. That's oh. one of the things and where they did the lawsuit where you cannot take footage from the first they, movie. They and, took him out of all yeah. kinds. Like there's the because they show him getting shot to earth. This, they took him out. This, these producers had done that before. All kinds, yeah. With the Three, the three Musketeers. Musketeers. Yep. They, they like filmed a bunch of footage and then... They paid the actors for one movie, but made two movies. <laughs> yeah, and they were and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes!" And they <laughs> thought they were going to do it to Brando, and then, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, they also said that like we were going to do that. That way, we could have the sets like the crypt, the Krypton set or whatever, mm-hmm. and we didn't have to put them in storage. We could yeah. just leave them out. But you and know just what? Go back and you forth. can do that. Back to the Future Two, Back to the Future Three. You can do that, but you, you got to pay them, them you for pay it. Them. <laughs> you, the thing that the, the the important detail they overlooked. <laughs> Was telling the cast Paying, that was right. going to happen. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, Doing fun, it. fun thing with recycled sets that they did that with Dracula. They used to do that with some of the Universal movies. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. They would film Spanish versions of the movies at night. That's right. On mm-hmm. the same sets. I think there's actually a shot for shot. I think it was either Mexican or Portuguese. For some reason, I want to say Portuguese remake of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And awesome at the same time. Yeah, I've That's seen so some good. of those comparisons where it's like the same script, different yeah. actors doing the same thing on the sets. Yeah, it I feel like that really Universal box set might have might some have a version. On. Yeah, okay. maybe. Interesting. But yeah, so Crystal Skull comes out in 2008, and it's trash. Like it, it's insane how bad that movie is. I, now I haven't rewatched it, but I know everybody like remembers hating the refrigerator. That's not the part that bothered me. It was that final scene where it's like there are aliens and like oh, I'm just so, like this is I'm like like Indiana Jones isn't about aliens. But you know what's funny? Like, what are we doing? We're right. giving them shit about aliens, but in this one we're like yeah, time travel makes but sense. But that but that's the thing though is again watching them back to back cuz I wanted to. I didn't really have super strong memories. I wanted to see like what type of movies are these? What do they deal with? And so if you see the stuff Indiana Jones deals with, it seems like aliens and time travel are right in line with the the Ark of the Covenant stuff, <laughs> the God power of God. With, I mean, it really feels like they're just It isn't progressively guess, going what's the next thing right, that he deals with? Those and movies deal with God, religion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Ark of the Covenant the Ark and the, and and the, the Chalice, co- the, yeah, or the yeah. whatever. It's the the Grail, Grail. the Grail. Grail. Yeah, but well, I guess Temple of Doom kind of does too. It's just a different religion. That's true, and and that's always kind of been the 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 take with Indiana Jones is like it's all true. All these mystical things. That's like, why I said that in Star Wars. Yeah, they're, it's all true, <laughs> right? Yeah, it doesn't say like, well, the Christian stuff is true. Yeah, but right. These right, other right. cultures, well, they were dumb. Yeah, like it's, exactly. It, it's like all of that stuff has 
mystical properties and will work in the right situation. Yeah. And this man and this one does. I think this one's a little long in the tooth. I don't think it needs to be 220 or whatever it was. Yeah. You it, take, it felt too long. You could take. It's 245. Is it? Yeah. Almost. Oh, you could take 30 of it out. Yeah, I think I was feeling it. I, I had fun during the movie, but there were times I, it was either the end of the second act or beginning of the third. All, it was long. It all blurred together. Yeah. But I'm going like, all right, please. I do. I I kind of like, you know, I, I like this version of Indiana Jones where he's old yes. and he looks old and let he moves and he moves like an old man. Like he let him be. He's old. always run kind of weird. Like yeah. if you ever you're like, why are you running like that? That's strange but in this one it's like oh his knees are sh- doesn't run as weird as michael keaton <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but i like that there's a there's a scene towards the end of the movie where the, he's climbing up a wall and the character that he's with is climbing up with him and she's like what is taking you so long and he's like oh well I, my shoulders are shot and my back yeah, is collapsed like i've been shot nine times and like, i was I, like oh I, I still climb a fence better than liam neeson <laughs> yeah. but that's like we never see that we never see you know the, the when these older actors come back to do these roles Sylvester Stallone is a prime example where it's like, oh, you just pumped yourself full of HGH and we're ready to rock and roll. This is the first time I remember looking at Harrison Ford and being like, damn, you you are old. Because (laughs) he's human and we're all human and we all age. And I think it's important in these movies to put a real human being up there and be like, how would an older gentleman, you know, how would a guy that's, you know, he's this amazing explorer. He's been doing this for, you know, whatever, 60 years or however long he's been in the biz. But it's like. How does he hold up? How does he do an adventure at this age rather than turn him into an invincible superhero? And that's the problem I had with Crystal Skull is when they put him in the refrigerator and they send him on an atomic blast and he lands and he's okay. It's like (laughs) Indiana Jones is the guy that gets hit. He bleeds. He gets hurt. And they turn him into a superhero at that scene. I know there's a lot of stuff that happens in the movies that's kind of silly, but that was the point where I checked out. Where that's from, right? What's that? The refrigerator. That was going to be the DeLorean. That's the whole thing. Like the refrigerator was going to be the DeLorean. And that's. Which is ridiculous. (laughs) Of course it's ridiculous. And it's, but it's also just insane to me that Zemeckis and Spielberg are like, yeah, we'll put it in Indiana Jones. But like, and nobody will bat an eye about but it. But if he wants to establish the time period in Crystal Skull, they want the atomic stuff to be in there. Yeah. And I'm fine with showing a shot of that, but this is how I would fix it. It's a four-minute scene. You could cut it, and the plot is completely unchanged. Take the whole fridge thing out of there. If you do want to have it in there for some reason, he gets into the refrigerator. It's lead-lined. Fine. I'm good with the concept. He gets in there, closes the door. He can't open it, and a, clean, a cleanup. And punky Brewster saves him. <laughs> Kyle Rayner walks in, but finds a, a cleanup crew in comes in with all the hazmat things, opens it for him, or they wheel it out of the area so he doesn't get exposed, and then they check him over and stuff. It, the fact that it goes flying in an atomic blast, he's in a metal coffin and hits the <laughs> ground after a blast, and he comes out without one scratch on him. It's just he Vin Dieseled it. That's what I mean, <laughs> and that's the problem. You have to show these action stars. You know why do we love Bruce Willis and Die Hard? He's the everyman action star. Kurt Russell's a prime example. Yeah, both those guys. I think that you can relate to those characters. And Indiana Jones is not someone I consider invincible. He gets in insane he, situations. He's always but barely. He he always wins, but it's always just barely. I think that's why we love him. Is yeah. like, dude, the guy is the guy is about to fall down a, a hole or whatever, and he miraculously swings to safety. It's just. He gets out of it, but he never, until then, he never gets into an 
impossible situation and escapes unscathed. I was shocked to find out in this movie that he had been shot nine times because I didn't think bullets could hit him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the stormtrooper theory, right? Yeah. Just everybody's bad shots. Well, he yeah. was normally getting shot at by stormtroopers. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah the only explanation in this <laughs> movie, the only explanation to where toward the end of the movie he gets shot and then continues to be pretty okay for the next 20 minutes is a bullet caught the bullet. That's the only possible. Is that what they, did they say that? <laughs> no. Oh, I was no, like, that's hilarious. He's been shot so many times. The only explanation I, for how is that guy still Okay. Well, I you know the movie rule. If you're a villain's henchman and you're shot, you're dead and gone course, and never seen right. again. <laughs> if you're on the hero's side or you are the hero, doesn't matter where oh, you're shot, yeah. you've got the rest of the movie to live <laughs> before guy, you get fixed up. That yeah. bullet is like in his heart. Like the way that bullet is like here. And I was like, man, you might get I'll never it. understand why if they want the hero to be shot, why they do it on the left side. Like why do they not just make it on the other side <laughs> and you could accomplish. I want you to think. Maybe. Well, that's true. I got to tell you, though, I did think in this one, I was like, maybe. Thought they were going to do Because they set up, what's her name? There's no way you can continue this franchise with a different actor. I don't disagree with you. It it cannot be done. Well, they thought they were going to, and then they Oh, you don't think they're ever going to pass the torch? I don't think so. Like, they were talking about Chris Pratt before he came back for this one. They were like, who who could take over? No, you can't reboot it either. I don't think so. I I mean, never say never. They might try. I just can't believe it would work. I agree. They were Mm. going to, right? Like, that's the whole reason there was And look what happened. They they killed that poor bastard off screen. Mm. Yeah. When they are, there's the scene where Indiana Jones is walking down the street and he's wanted for murder. And there's that throwaway line from the newscaster. They're like, they lost it. He lost his son in the war. I was like, that's what we're going to get. Because I was instantly like, wait. Did they have another son? I was like, wait, no, they got back together when they were 115. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So, like, but it's like, what, man, they they sure did do mutt dirty. That, hey, I mean, mutt did himself dirty. Yeah, I'm well, that's the way that the works. actor sure, but it's like, jeez, yeah. he died in the war. <laughs> Not even, but it's like, I thought and, that's and, all well, we were gonna get. Also, like, he died in the war. Like, the last one took place in what 55? Yeah. So he signed up to be in the military when he was like. 38 <laughs> i guess well isn't that kind of what he said he's like i couldn't stop him from going and he's 38 well you can't well i don't, I don't know i, I, I just I, like I he would have like following the timeline that guy yeah. would have been like pushing 40 when <laughs> he when he's sure the army's the like but the timelines are all wonky yeah. the way they jump around and the way they age it's like yeah. i can't follow the i i posted on twitter that sean connery was not even 12 years older <laughs> than harrison ford and i never questioned it he's yeah. convincing like that age difference with the beard and they made sure harrison ford was always clean shaven so it, oh it, did, it, didn't they yeah it, it looked right it's it, like in the graduate and bancroft wasn't even 10 years older right. than Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> right. But I mean, so I'm not saying it can't ever, you know, sometimes we give them crap and it's obvious, but in this case. It... Or Sally Field. She yeah. played Tom Hanks' love interest in Punchline, and two years later, she played his mother in Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, at least it wasn't the other way around. Yeah, yeah right. in fairness, she had to play the mother of Forrest when he was yeah. 10 That's and true. when he was 30. So, like, you they know. put a little makeup they on her. They do that. Yeah. What was the other? Was it something with Blake Lively where she had to go through time periods and they. As a matter of fact, it was our highest like downloaded yeah. episode. Is it because, Age of Adeline with Harrison Ford? Because people thought it was Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. That's our deep fried tacos. Six might have taken it over. Whatever. Oh, really? the, one of the deep fried tacos took off. It was during COVID, and I think somehow people found us. You know, trying to listen to podcasts during COVID, and that one deep fried tacos episode just <laughs> that's all. That's all real. But okay, so no. this one kicks off with a de aging thing, and I will say I'm really glad that the rest of the movie they let him be old, like yeah. you mentioned. Okay, the de-aging technology is probably 
what like the deep fake stuff is probably the best we've ever seen. This was really good. So yeah, there I agree. are yes, but the, it's it's funny like they have to just push it just a little bit. So when it's just his face, I think it looks fa- it's 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 eerie. talking. It is eerie how much he, un- yeah. they also shouldn't let the 80-year-old yes. Harrison Ford do the voice yes. of a 40-year-old Harrison yes. the, Ford. The problem's the voice because it looks so good and the reason why is because Lucasfilm has thousands of hours of archival footage so Makes they sense. actually used the real footage that we haven't even seen and so that's why it looks so good and the technology is a new program where it loses it though is when they have like the rope around his neck because now you've got to animate the rope and the face and there's just a well the it's movement just it's off just a little bit the, the problem is too much movement when you when it's just him it's perfect when it's him talking and it's 80 year old harrison ford they should have <laughs> yeah you would think they could do something to bit. pitch correct yeah. that voice that's what i well, thought you know yeah. that with ai stuff i mean you feed in real dialogue and they should be able to use the, that to, this is the part that is scary to me like when it comes to filmmaking yeah is when you can take We'll use Christopher Reeve, for example. Well, I think it's different when the guy's alive. With his permission, I think they should have been able to tweak it. I just mean in general. Well, Well, I know, but I'm just saying if if Harrison Ford is like, yes, you can de-age me. And it's still his performance. Yeah. That's fair. But the Christopher Reeve thing's different. So I think using it as a tool for people that can agree to it and all that is a little bit different than if you can take people in their archival footage and resurrect them. Yeah. That's scary. Just wait for Fast 11 when we get Paul Walker back on that ship. But but anyway, it looked really great, and I think it's the best we've ever seen, but yeah. it's still uncanny for those reasons we mentioned. And I was like, please don't do this constantly throughout the movie, because I want to just see Harrison Ford. Let him do his thing. And I feel so, like they're real close, though. They're real close to right? getting that good That's enough. what I mean. It's, yeah. it's, it's right, close, it's but right it's still, there. It's, it's the movement. It's because they have to, they speed it up. It does like a higher, a little bit higher frame rate, and it looks kind of like a video game when during the action sequences. Yeah. They just can't quite get it at like 24 frames per second to, to me move. this is this is the pixar thing where they're like you'll watch that short and you're like okay that's them trying to figure out water from moana oh yeah right and then we go the to moana they is, figured it out this is like i said this is the best we've ever seen and if they perfect this like if they do take it to that next notch, <laughs> but but again in this application right like i think the way they're using it is the way to use it now it's, if they it's use also, it for creepy reasons <laughs> to you know bring it is back. when you compare that like the Christopher Reeve from last week, no, two weeks ago, I'm sorry, mm. to the Harrison Ford of it's, it's un, it feels like Warner Brothers is, it's, Disney or must have the rights to this version of it because <laughs> nobody Marvel else can stuff do has it. Been incredible, right? Yeah, when every we saw time. RDJ and all that stuff. I mean, they've uh, Michael Douglas, the Michael Douglas yeah, one is the Michael Douglas stuff insane, really good. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so this is. This I think is the your... Michael Douglas one was the first time where I actually go like, "Oh, holy crap!" Like <laughs> RDJ was okay, but it hung a little long, and I'm like, right. "This is wonky." When I saw that Michael Douglas opening, it was like, "That's yeah, him, it's terrifying." That's, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> so, Tom, maybe this is the way that the franchises continue. They just use the oh deep fake Harrison God. Ford. Would they? I, would Would Harrison Ford be like, it's okay, "Pay my family"? Yeah, I mean, I wonder if he would. I, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't need the money. No, like. I mean, some actors reach this point in their career and they need the money. Right. He doesn't need the money. And now he's in. Now if he's got his fam- if, if his family can get twenty million. A- yeah, but like he's probably already worth hundreds of millions sure. of dollars. So oh. like they don't. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, if you know, there's a difference between like it seems like like Bruce Willis must have needed the money mm-hmm. with all those roles he took. Yeah. You know, I on gotcha. the decline. 
I, I don't think he does. So no, yeah. I don't think he does either. He's but... also crotchety. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say he did. He it was you know doing inter press for this or whatever. And there's one, Kevin McCarthy, I think is the the critic's name. That kind of said he's like, look, I just want to tell you, mm. thank you. Like this, you have no idea what this role meant to me in these movies. Blah blah. And he gives a very like it's really touching. And Harrison Ford like starts to cry. Yeah, and it was just like, like oh, thank you. It's meant a lot to me <laughs> too. And it's like. Oh, you are a human being. Well, like, I'll tell you what, even though he famously hated Star Wars, I noticed a change when he came back for those new Star Wars movies. Like he actively embraced Star Wars instead of hating it like he did. I think and, there's something about when you hit a certain age that you can let some of that go. Like yeah. as a huge Monkeys fan, I saw this with Mike Nesmith for years. Yeah. He was like, the Monkeys was crap. You yeah. shouldn't like this anymore. And that and he's even said in interviews when he came back and did it for like the last 10 years of his life he's like i get it now he's like it's never it's not something i would have ever chosen to listen to myself but seeing what it means to these people all these years later he's like if it means that much then clearly i was missing it same thing with leonard nimoy yeah he hated being spock oh i am not spock yeah stop calling me spock i don't want to be spock anymore (laughs) we're making movies okay well the check clear i'm spock (laughs) right like alec Guinness. but then even for the first movie he was not happy about doing spock again right and then they did wrath of khan and from there on you know by the fourth one let me direct now i'm direct it yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it's like okay but i yeah so that's i i love seeing that because he is such an iconic character harrison ford indiana jones and han solo and the fact that he jack ryan well, I mean, he's done tons of roles, certainly. But Star Wars is such a huge deal to people. And for him to hate the role that people love so much is hard to see. But when he came back and embraced it, and then you saw him in interviews, and he seemed to be happy and, and okay to be there. And now you see him do these indie stuff, and he's yeah. embracing it. So I, I really like seeing that from him. No, I was, yeah, I totally agree. Um, so grumpy for a while in the early was, 2000s. Man, it was, was like... Yeah, well... Get off my lawn. Calissa Flockhart made to get that ear piercing. Like, it was very weird. <laughs> yeah, so this, is, this one opens up just like an Indiana Jones movie. It's Indiana Jones and Toby, or Harrison Ford and Toby Jones, and they are trying to capture a piece of history. Like, that's so the Nazi real thing. The, what is The so dial? All these relics are based in reality, and then they change them for the, you know, for the story. Right. So this spear is something that archaeologists say exists that, that pierced Jesus and Inside, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's some kind of an archaeological thing, or maybe they even found one and say it's the one, but this is a thing that exists, and the Archimedes dial is another one that's really a thing that they discovered. Which makes sense. It's, it, yeah. you know, and that, and we, we know that Hitler was, A, insane, but was way into the occult, and these are two items that could, that are very much based in the occult he was also very into MacGuffins, <laughs> <laughs> which is what this is in this movie right? yes, very whatever, much they, so. whatever they find oh look i found an excuse to get us to the next action sequence yeah. <laughs> so they're there for the spear that is the one that they supposedly when jesus was on the cross they pierced him with but we find out that it's a fake yes and dr mads mickelson is there and he's, i love that guy so much mm-hmm. i love so the guy good. so much but this is another problem where they fall into like the refrigerator where the guy's on the top of a train and at 100 miles an hour hits a sign and they show him in the flash forward and he doesn't have a scar. He does have a scar. Well, I dude, it's the guy's always, half his face should be missing. I'm that's just saying fair. like, I think that it's a little weird. He should when, look like he opened the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, he should, was, he should look like Javier Bardem in that James Bond movie when like his face right. like slides yeah. off. And you know, when we're introduced to him in the modern times and Indy's older, they shoot him one side of his face and he's looking out the window and I'm like, oh, he's going to turn and be disfigured. Like, no. is that a thing like now where they stop 
making villains look. It might be. I think that might be there, why. There was some complaints from yeah. people that villains always have, not always, but oh. you frequently see a villain with some sort of facial deformity. Then and don't that, make him yeah. get but hit by get a hit, post on right. the top of a train. The, the, when people always explain things away like that, that's a very valid complaint. Yeah. You choose what happens to these characters. <laughs> right. He was on top of a train. He fell off. Don't make him get hit by the post then. <laughs> he or does. make him get hit in the arm. When he, when he puts his head up, it just gets blasted in the I face mean, by that piece of wood. I was like, oh, I boy. mean, he doesn't have a head. He, you need to show <laughs> yeah, him with a he, robot head in the He would be dead. Yeah. Have you seen her? Hereditary, yeah. because I'm pretty sure that, that girl that got her head girl knocked like off. A word yeah. with this guy. Did you ever but, see the movie Narrow Margin with Gene Hackman and Anne Archer? No. So it's actually a pretty good adventure movie. And the scene towards the end is Gene Hackman and this other character. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay. This other character are on top of a train, and he gets knocked down, and the other character pulls out a gun. And he looks past that character and says, you know what I always liked about you? What? You're tall. Boom. <laughs> Tunnel. That's great. Yeah. And That's he's so gone. good. He didn't show up in the flash forward looking. That <laughs> character does not appear again. That's the end of the chase. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, a great line. But so so Mads yeah. Mikkelsen is a this doctor working. He's like a Nazi archaeologist. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this is a fake. And so... And but he, there is this other thing. But yeah. And then, so now it's the Dial of Destiny. They ended up finding. He's like, it's on this train. Right. And so it's apparently it's Archimedes. Archimedes. Is, An- Antikythera. Oh, there you go. That's the Damn. the real That's thing. That's why we have Paul on the show. And so in real life, they discovered this thing. It was their first example of... I actually have an Auntie Kythera. She's my mother's sister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a computer, you know, before computer, yeah. you know, an old, the, one of the early versions of a computer, and they would move a bunch of dials, and it would somehow calculate different positions. But in this world, you know, it has the power to find time rifts. Yes. And the whole time I was like, oh, it's just going to be all bullshit. Like it's not going to be like time, right? time travel. Have you seen these movies, Joe? I know. And which one, which one of the four was it? Be? I, that's totally fair. It just seems Chekhov's like time travel. It does. Uh, yeah. It does seem like aliens and time travel do feel. I don't know why. Once they did aliens, you can't really ever think that. I don't the even thing think is, about that movie. That movie. I have. I, was I have hoping that, they would learn their lesson. Yeah. I have no. that, that four, that four disc Blu-ray set. That's the only one that's never come out of the sleeve. I've never watched that. I watched that movie one time in 2008. Yeah. I've never watched it since. But it is. I was like, oh, that's it's just, for whatever reason that seems like a step too far. But it's not. I don't so, believe in magic. He says in the first one, and he still holds to that somehow. But he's seen. Some I do. Stuff, I also man. like the line where he's like, "I've seen some things. Yeah, I've, like, I've I've seen some weird shit." So yeah. So they he and Toby Jones they end up you know, they get the dial and then we flash forward. I think it's a fun action sequence. I think, I think it's great running around on a train, you know, fighting people, d- ducking yeah. behind, you no, know, it's, hiding it's among very, the Nazis. And very Indiana Jones. Th- th- that's the, the biggest takeaway from this, and why I enjoyed this is, and more than Crystal Skulls, it felt like an Indiana Jones movie. Crystal Skull does not feel like an Indiana Jones movie. I know, I really like the 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 scene in Indiana Jones where they're where they keep all the stuff, like. <laughs> Where they keep like we're at the end of Raiders and they yeah you know, oh 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 like the warehouse top, the warehouse there we top, go man. yeah 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 oh the I, fact that they went back there yeah to the that, that was yeah. cool yeah. that was a cool place to set that's set a fair scene and, yeah you and know. then like the the little thing I like the like jeep cracked. scene I thought there were some were some there, good parts of there it. are parts of yeah. it yeah there are parts of it but this movie to me feels like someone I mean even though it's not Spielberg it's the only not Spielberg Indiana Jones film I do feel like there was enough love there to where it. You know, it James like Mangold is a hell of a director. He is, and he—I think he directed the two best Wolverine movies, right? 
because he did the, the Wolverine the, and Logan and Logan, yeah. Except for the end of the Wolverine, like that's the problem with that movie. But yeah. and he's doing Swamp Thing. He's attached to Swamp Thing, which could be a lot of fun for over at DC. I, I overall I liked this movie. Yeah, I just it just lacked something extra. I don't that disagree I can't with put you. my finger on. It reminds me of the last Van Halen record. Okay, where David Lee Roth came back. Oh, and I'm like, and like. I'm listening to the album and I'm like, this doesn't suck, but I don't know that I'll ever listen to it again. Like, right? Like, it's Fair. like, yep. I'm like, they're doing all the things You're, that I that I want a Van Halen record to do, yep. but there's just, like, no hooks there. I, and, my, see, my problem with Dial of Destiny was I had a big feeling of been there, done that. All the stunt work, all the action sequences seemed like, okay, we've seen this before. Now, in my case, I had seen it before because the night before I saw this, <laughs> I saw a press screening of the new Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, that's a hard I, act to follow. Where there's also a chase down saying, some there's stairs. A, there's a lot of st- like similar stunt like There's a scene sequences. on top of a train yeah. fight. Oh. And I, I got to say, Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie do it better than Harrison Ford and James Mangold. And one of the things that makes it better is that McQuarrie can actually have the camera showing you this is really Tom Cruise. That's fair. You know it's never going to be 80-year-old Harrison Ford, but it is 50-something-year-old Tom Cruise. And when, you know, he's still the only person I know who runs perfectly upright, <laughs> right. but he still does. But all the stunt work is so fantastic in that movie that seeing this the next night, it was like, eh. What was and I watching where they were talking about? Tom Cruise is 60. He turned 61 oh, tomorrow. Wow. it was That's um, old. Yeah. Especially for something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think it was the Russo brothers when they were doing... Winter Soldier, mm. and they were just like, Chris Evans doesn't run like a normal person. Like mm-hmm. the way he runs, he runs like a superhero. Like that when that's the, the on your left scene. Yeah, they were just like, can you run normal? And he's like, I am running normal. And it's <laughs> but it's very so he's like straight up and it's just, yeah. you know his arm whatever. But yeah, it's that I don't disagree. Is Chris McQuarrie, who I think is another one who I kind of want him to get away from Mission Impossible and like what else can you do? But, Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Right, right, <laughs> He didn't right. do Top Gun. That's Joseph Kaczynski. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But oh. I was hoping that... The Tron guy. Yeah. I was hoping that Gunn would snatch him up for Superman. I was like, mm-hmm. a, a Chris McQuarrie doing a Superman movie would be incredible. No, because we have 17 more Mission Impossible oh, We're going to get James Gunn doing a Superman movie. So that's true, I which do, is fine. You know. it's, it, that's totally fine. So, yeah, so we flash but forward. That's, but real quick, though, the, the problem with these movies and Crystal Skull falls victim to the same thing. Actually, Crystal Skull does some of the action better is that they're really filming stuff and on location and yeah. stuntmen. When you watch the first three Indiana Jones movies, because mm-hmm. green screen didn't exist, or you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, it did, but not like good enough. Right. Yeah. yeah, the scene on the top of the train in Dial of Destiny is a horrible green screen. Yeah. The, the, the scene fill in the blank is horrible green screen the, the whole movie it's the action sequences where the film loses its luster because it all feels like indiana jones but the car chase which i think is choreographed beautifully but every time you see them with the green screen behind them it looks so cheesy yeah and then it you reminded look at, me of the car scene from 1010 well yeah or speed racer it yeah. looks that's like a great call or, be, didn't he direct that spielberg did yeah yeah, it's his, only an- Spielberg, it's his only animated movie, yeah. but there's okay. a big giant like uh-huh. where they're going down these hills on cobblestone streets. And that's a fantastic movie. It's, I mean, it's 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 OK, but, but it's like, but that stylized. It's a cartoon, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And Speed Racer stylized yeah. comic book. 
this movie feels like Speed Racer, but Indiana Jones is not set in a comic strip. No, that's you know? true. Th- so the problem is, is that even though it's choreographed beautifully and no, no offense to the artists, the digital artists that made it work, like in a different movie where you're doing more of a digital feel and it is a style choice, yeah, it would look really cool. But you just can't get away from that where I just watched The Last Crusade and a stuntman is on a horse, jumps <laughs> off a horse, lands on a tank. That was all real. Right. right. The guy jumped off a horse and a moving tank and caught like – and, and I they get killed it. That, they killed that guy at the end. They got the wrong cut and killed him. <laughs> but the rock in the thing and a guy exploded. <laughs> all of it was real. But that's the problem. And I know that you know it's like that's the way they used to do it. I know they don't do it anymore. I know there's safety concerns. Which I do – but they it's, just it's, action scenes. But just there don't... are ways to do that and keep yes. people safe. Yeah. I mean, they you know, if any if anything, it's only become easier because yeah. you can put them on cables and True. then and use your CGI to erase the cables, like in Fury, Max Fury Road. Fury Road. That's I, my go-to because you can they can do it, but it's right. expensive. You will think... see a lot of that in this new Mission Impossible movie. Okay, oh, yeah. so it's, it's all practical effects, not yeah. all, but mostly right. practical I mean, effects. Tom... Cruz wants to do that, and he wants the other actors to do it too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's makes what makes those movies great. Yes. Like it, I was a, like, it took me a long time to admit like those are just damn good movies. Like mm-hmm. I like I would see Except one, two. I would see one and be like, like, I mean, it was fine. This isn't my thing, but like there are good, but <laughs> but it's good. And then finally, by like that sixth one, I was like, okay, no way, it's, hats off. These are these are great. We'll talk about this next week. But it's De Palma with two weeks, two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's De Palma is one. Mm-hmm. James John John, John Woo, Woo is two. Is J. J. It, Abrams. It, Abrams is three and three, Brad and then Bird. Brad, Brad Bird. Bird is and four. I feel like Brad Bird is when that franchise really they leveled owe, up. Yep. They owe Brad Bird. I mean, who is an animation guy? It's his first live action yep. film that he's directed, and then and, and, and then Tomorrowland. The Tomorrowland. Yeah. yeah. And but that was this before Tomorrow? I feel like oh, yes. Mission yeah, was yeah. the first. Yes. Yeah. No. No. It was. Oh, I, yeah. I was just saying. And then yeah. he turned around yeah. and did Tomorrowland. We covered Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yes. But that fourth one, I that's my favorite. Is the fourth one? I they really the obviously the tone changes. Brad Bird sets that thing up. They would not be where they were today if it weren't no. for Brad Bird in that fourth one. But yeah, they're great movies and they're great action. So that's the thing when you see all this green screen stuff happening, it takes you out of it. And you look at films like big Marvel movies, and we talk about how good the Guardians series is. Mm-hmm. You know why? James Gunn has people on wires. Yeah, they're in big blue areas, but they're on wires, and so they're moving. The physicality's there. Well, I know we give Zack Snyder all kinds of. Sh- but I've never complained about the look of nope. a Zack Snyder movie. I just wa- I watched some behind if, the scenes. If stuff. anything, we've always said mm-hmm. he should go back to being a DP. <laughs> right? Like he's, you should maybe, let him make. A, don't be the guy in charge. Right? Let, but, let him make the movie look his a certain visuals way. are incredible. I mean, yeah. think about three hundred and Watchmen. Oh That's yeah, how he hit the scene. Like, well, there's you know there. I was watching a behind the scenes feature on Man of Steel. Just because like it was on YouTube and like it was the next one to roll uh-huh. in, Secret Man of Steel. Yeah, no, hey, this guy but says he changes. They've mind. got that yeah. s- that scene of Henry Cavill when he gets knocked backwards. Yeah, and he's on he's on, on wire. wires, yeah. and he, they pull him backwards, and it's like if you just left that alone and didn't Snyder it up a little bit. But you know right. what? If you if you don't do it on wires, if you do it with it all looks green weird. screen, you know what you get? You get Ant Man Quantumania. Yeah, so that's the difference, right? If you We've always said CG is great to touch things up. CG right. is great to add things in. And most of the time with good CG, you do not know you're watching CG. Nope. There are so many films today where you're like, oh, it's all practical. I love it. They're on location. And they are. But then if you look behind the scenes, you look at the original shot and then the digital artist 
add buildings and stuff mm-hmm. around the Fury Road is the best example and of how to use CG in the right yeah, way. Yeah, race cables and mm-hmm. stuff. So so that's my point. So Mission Impossible, and that's great to hear, is continuing with that trend. And Mad Max Fury Road really, I feel like, was like oh, the resurgence yeah. of action and practical effects. And unfortunately, Disney does a lot of stuff with the the CG and the the view or the vision, whatever that thing's called, the round thing that they do. Oh, like, oh, I was like with Whoopi Goldberg and <laughs> <laughs> no, the the whatever that it's room on ABC is. though. Yeah, yeah, you know they do that three sixty thing where they can, you know, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's just not the same. It's and not the same. I know that it's economical and everything, but yeah, there's no, there's no do that, do that for your TV stuff. Yeah, sure, and, you know yeah. because you you've got to work on a tighter budget, right. but let your move and and that and. And it should be that way because, like, let TV be TV yeah. and let mm-hmm. give people a reason to go to, go the, to the theater. Right? We don't watch TV in the theater. Secret yeah. Invasion does not look like a Marvel thing. I think it's I've I've liked it so far, but there is a grounded nature to that show that does not feel like a Marvel thing. It's hmm. great. It's very good so far. Okay, but it doesn't look like a Marvel movie. It doesn't look like you know whatever. So. Indiana Jones is a mess. He, this is not the Indiana Jones we've seen. He is. I do kind of find it funny that they. He was okay with like walking around in his boxers because he like his body looked old. You know, like he just looks like an old man, and he's I, dude. That guy was in great shape. I agree he looks with better well, than yeah, me, and he's because he's got to he's got to be the Red Hulk, and yeah. like I'm just saying, like that dude worked out for that scene yes. because <laughs> unless that was some CG touch <laughs> he, up, they de- he dehydrated himself so he could get you know. He looked amazing. No, he did. Yeah. I thought, well, you do yeah. that to get more vascular. That's what yeah. Hugh Jackman, no, I know. I'm just saying. Hugh Jackman I was, was like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna kill myself. So he's retiring, and he just isn't happy with life. He we see that he and Marion word are separating but i'm going to tell you right now at the end of this movie when she walks in the door it hit me like a ton of bricks i don't know like karen allen is one of those actresses that i was the is one of the first actresses i'm being like she's really pretty mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I like that karen allen and her and nancy allen where the was the other was the other one but uh and woody allen no <laughs> no God. and alan alda well that's fair yeah i'll give you that one Alan Arkin, rest in peace. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. But that character, that Marion character, was like one of the first times I was like, she's she's cool. Like, she's, <laughs> you know, I, she was very fun. And to see her come back and get to do it one more time and to have that ending. I did I, not I, remember she's in 45 minutes of Crystal Skull. Yeah, she's <laughs> in a good jump. I mean, she goes she's, on an adventure with her. She does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And having her come back, I honestly, I got to tell you, didn't know she was still alive. Like, when she walks through that door, I was like, oh, man. And she still looks amazing. She looks exactly the same. And they have. The, the recreation of the scene from Raiders, I think, <laughs> yeah. was beautiful. Like, I thought it was perfect for her, like, just to flip the roles or whatever. I thought it was amazing. So, yeah. And it he, makes sense that that would be this cute little couple thing that yes. they have. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. It doesn't feel completely... Tack- you want to like, get nuts? Yeah, <laughs> oh, right? Like, it's like, it's like sometimes it's like something that a character... Remember when I said that to the Joker 35 years <laughs> right. ago? Right, like, who is that for? That's for the audience, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. I got to tell you, that whole Karen Allen thing, as nice and heartwarming and, and nostalgia-filled as it was... I blame that for being for making the movie run too long. I was done with if Indy had stayed in old Greece when he had, and when he ruined gets, time. When he gets that option. Yeah, the problem is though he can't is that stay. If if he did, they'd be getting all the modern knowledge, and it would it would they no, would probably he all dies be- from the gunshot wound <laughs> oh. that nobody in Greece can heal. <laughs> that's he's true. in old Greece for a day, I, but at least he gets what he wants. That's there was I, yeah. when they when they find the tomb of Archimedes. And they see the watch on his arm, and I was like, "If you 
tell me that Indian that's in that's Indiana Jones in the oh. tomb. And I was like, I'm gonna be real mad. But I, that whole how long is the Karen Allen sequence? Maybe 10, 12, 15 Maybe. minutes? I don't know. Oh, Something I don't like think that. It's that. I would give it five. Ten minutes. Is that maybe? all? Yeah. Because okay. yeah. it's just he wakes up and she walks in the door. Well, like I said, by that point, I was thinking, come on already. Let's go. This is over. Come on. We're well past two hours. <laughs> I, we don't need anything else. But you get it. But you get it. <laughs> yeah. <But> you get <laughs> it. <laughs> so, yeah. So he he's retiring and we are introduced. This the 60s, right? It's 1969. Yeah. 69. The, the, the moon landing. Moon landing. We're introduced to Toby Jones's daughter, Phoebe Waller Bridge, and who is Fleabag, Wombat, Wombat, Fleabag. That's her show. That was the thing that made her oh, famous. I <laughs> yeah, was calling her. Full. She, yeah, she had like, no. They call she, her Wombat. She had a very okay, popular that, show. That was yes, funny yes. that Joe had no recollection oh, of the none. show. Fleabag. None whatsoever. Great but moment. Like, Did we get the video still working? Okay. Yeah, yes, I was like, sure. no, it's Wombat. What's great. wrong with you? Oh, that was a real spoilers <laughs> moment for the twenty-year show. That's getting up. Yeah, I loved. That's I loved everything good. about it. Yeah, right, right. Mental note. There's so many that I've screwed up. Where she can just call her Fleabag the rest. Yeah, no, that. it's wombat <laughs> because that's so much better. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I also I do find that funny that Indiana Jones is just giving these children random ass nicknames. You know, like short round yeah. wombat mutt. Like these. Come on. Well, he didn't give mutt. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Karen Allen named him mutt. They had to call him mutt so that instead of putting uh, Henry Jones the, the third, third on my yeah jacket, you know, can't find out till the end. She shows up and they have this you know this reintroduction to each other. And she's basically saying that I know that you've got this thing or let's go. We need to go get this thing. I'm in kind of trouble. Can you help me? Indiana Jones goes to this secret compartment that I think was pretty great. Like it did feel I thought when they walked into that room, I was like, oh, this is all a shit. Yeah. Like, this is all the things that Indiana Jones yeah. has collected forever, but I think it's not. I, no, because he puts a lot of them in museums. Yeah. It belongs know? in a museum. Right. Yeah, so, he tells us that a but lot. But this is the stuff Which that, like, I, I was, w- wish the movie would have dealt with the idea that, like... Cultural appropriation? It doesn't belong in a museum. <laughs> right. Unless it's a museum of the country uh-huh. it's from. Right. Right? Like, it's like, we have really shifted. Like, you know, he's not necessarily as heroic with a modern eye, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, even though his heart was in the right place, like he's he at least he wasn't one of these guys that's trying to sell it like she is. But, <laughs> you know, but there but that is not the take people have on archaeology. These they did not want to make twenty dollars opening weekend. Do, do you know if they <laughs> if they went that route? You've already got the anti Lucas film people that hate Star Wars, hate Disney, hate all that stuff. Kathleen Kennedy, and if and then that. you made the movie about how Indiana Jones is bad for. <laughs> No, I'm not even like, saying that he's bad, but it would have been nice if, they, if no, there had been some way to like at least acknowledge it. that, like maybe that. Doesn't can you see the headlines it. now? God, yeah. we would never well, you hear look, Indy. Yeah, do you yeah. remember the, the backlash that Blue Beetle got when oh, George Lopez is like Batman's a fascist? Yeah. And everybody's like, "How dare you say Batman? How a dare one random oh. character in a film have an opinion make I don't a, agree with? Make a random <laughs> joke about Batman? Jeez. Come on, wait till it comes out. It's, like it's not like it's the premise of the goddamn yeah, movie. No. It's like. The guy's cranky comic relief father <laughs> is describing Batman as a fascist. Yeah, so he show he gives her the dial, and then we see the good guy from the Shane Black Predator. Yeah, that's who that guy is. And I was like, that's all. That's who he'll always be at this point. Yeah. And we see that Mads Mikkelsen is still alive, and we find out that Mads and his uh, face looks great. Face looks perfect. Don't worry Except about for that him. little scar on his forehead. Don't worry about him; he's fine. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's Werner von Braun. Yes, the Nazi who came to America to help launch the space program. That's what this character supposedly did too. Right? Mm. Yeah, he put us on the moon. 
basically. And so the government is basically like, to pay him back, we'll help you get whatever you want. Or they were like funding him. They were letting him do his own little side stuff because he got us to the moon. What we what the government doesn't know is that he wanted to go back and be the new Hitler. Yeah. yeah. That's really the goal. He believes that the U.S. didn't win the war, that Hitler lost it. Mm-hmm. And if Hitler hadn't made these multiple mistakes along the way, the the Nazis would have won. So the, his goal is to get both pieces of the dial, go, find the right spot, go back in time, kill Hitler, and then be the new Hitler. It doesn't happen, which I think is great. Yeah, Indiana Jones wins. Yeah, and yeah. But, you know, anytime there's a discussion, I mean, not even in movies, but in real life, if you go back in time, what would you do? Kill the majority Hitler. of people say kill Hitler. Well, here's a guy who wants to kill Hitler, and now he's the villain? <laughs> yeah, I think you got that whole thought experiment wrong. Yeah, That's right, not right. how it's supposed to... But I, I think it's, a, it's, it's an... Well, I think the difference is it, he wants to go back and take Hitler's job. Yes, I know. Right? Like it's I, not. I, I can... This isn't me saying I can. This is Mads Mikkels being like, I can be a better Hitler than right. Hitler was. Or if he'd been like, I want to go back and kill Hitler because he was such a bad artist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is... It's, it's a very... I almost said James Bond. It's it's a very Indiana Jones plot, right? It's just the the Nazis want to win, yeah, and, and they can't. And I do, and I, man, I thought that scene with Mads and the 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 waiter, I thought was a Oof, like, yeah, man, that was tension. good. Like it, I mean, I'm not gonna. Say, it wasn't on the level of Christoph Waltz and Glorious Bastards, but it did have that vibe. Like, vibe. Yeah, Mads like, Mikkelsen is a great actor. So he good. Is. He really so, is. So so good. I th- you know I think the character I think the villain in this movie eh, I mean maybe that's what it is he, though he's written maybe. a little bit like I mean it's not his fault he's a great actor but I do feel like the villain doesn't quite have the oomph of a Belloc. great villain yeah he just doesn't I don't know there's something about him where I feel he's kind Belloc of, is great because such a swarmy little prick yeah yeah so basically they show they, up, they, show the up they kill a bunch of people and they Indiana are they Jones. Russians he's hired Russian mobsters or are they German I can't remember that well one of them they hired was the largest person I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie I, yeah. I do think they were trying to get a new Indiana Jones in short round I think that's what mm-hmm. Phoebe Bridgers and the kid Teddy Teddy mm-hmm. yeah. we're, we're going we're, that's what they're trying to do and if it works they can do a creed and have yeah. Harrison Ford kind of be like the the side side kid. Boyd Holbrook is the guy Boyd you're thinking of that was the good guy in The Predator. He was in Logan. That's oh. the other one. Oh, oh, James Mangold. It's he was in Logan. Yeah, yeah, so Logan, The Predator, The Host, The Sandman, The Corinthian. Oh, he's, he's the, the guy with the yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Man, that's that where I was so thinking. Good. That's where he looked familiar from. That was really that good. show's fantastic. I read. I was reading along like episode to chapter mm-hmm. and it is yeah. yeah i was doing the same thing almost spot i got it on, on. The, oh i think he was also in vengeance really i think oh, really? he's he the brother and he's the he's the brother he's yeah. like the guy the main guy in the movie there that's not bj novak oh yeah oh you're right he yeah. is man that's a good movie too and a good movie. olivier richters is the largest human being that's to ever walk he's a, a dutch born dutch born actor professional bodybuilder and fitness model makes sense so. he's a giant man but there's a big chase and and i this is one of my favorite parts of the movie i think when harrison ford's on the horse and going through the subway i think that's such a fun action oh. sequence i oh. think paul was <laughs> not a fan oh i i really liked it what did you like about it, paul again i had seen mission impossible the night yeah, before i think that your, your view is so skewed by the 
That's I, I, fair. And I, I'm technically but, not even able to say anything about the movie until yeah. a week before it comes you out. You just said you saw, you saw them back to back. I know, I did. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But Although by the time this airs, you'll probably be Yeah, safe. I think yeah, by okay. next week when it airs, you'll be good. All right. But the horse in the subway is just ludicrous. And of course, oh. jumping out of the way of the train a couple of times just in case. Because everybody who's never <laughs> ridden a horse can control a horse to that tenth of a second well, degree. Has, but he has but ridden that's Indiana Jones, though. Like, he hasn't ridden that I horse. That's true. I've been in the New York subway. On a horse. And well, my throat felt bad. <laughs> hey, it still counts. All the components. He bought of heroin. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's they call horse. Oh. That's it. I was with it. it. Yeah, it just. Yeah. I actually made that sound. That sound I just uh, made here. Oh, Ugh, Dan, Dan? Dan's back. Yeah, yeah. get the maracas. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I liked the chase sequence. Again, the problem with me was the CG and the parts that looked so fake. But I think it's a really fun, planned out action sequence, and I really enjoyed him trying to escape from these guys. He keeps getting locked behind gates. Phoebe Waller Bridge does the double cross thing yeah. and leaves him there to fend for himself. And he's you know knocking things over, swinging and you know covering, jumping on the pushing the, his artifacts yeah, over. I think it's, it's a fun it's little fun. sequence. It's very Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's exactly. uh, and I, what I did like about this sequence is that the rest of the movie reverts to, and I get that this is probably what people want anyway, but it reverts to an Indiana Jones movie. Once yeah. once, once he gets out of New York City, this he movie becomes... could take place in the 1930s. Yep. Right. right? And, and I was kind of looking forward to how does Indiana Jones interact with the year 1969. Thank I think we That's saw That's the interesting it. thing and, to me is I want to see an old Indiana Jones. I, I would have liked more of a fish-out-of-water adventure where he's figuring out ways to use these mm-hmm. skills we've seen in other movies in the pr- – the not present yeah. day, but in a more modern time. Yeah. I, I think we do see it when he goes down the to that. Scene, when he goes down to that guy's apartment, and he was like, "I got turn down the music." You know, but he's talking like, about oh, fun action. But I mean, like, oh, scene. I got you. Right. And that's why I think I liked the subway and the horse because I'm like, look at there's a he's trying to figure out in a he's out of his element. He's not in the jungle. He's in a subway. I just I right. liked seeing Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull for all the bad parts had some really good action sequences. And there is a moment I could not believe my eyes. Harrison Ford is in the rafters. They're chasing him. It, it might actually, be that first. Is it actually Harrison Ford? Well, I'll tell you what. So Indiana Jones is up in the rafters, and it might be that first sequence where they're in the warehouse with all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's going, okay, the guy sw- swings down from a rope and lands, and the camera doesn't cut and turns around, and it's freaking Harrison Ford, like the way they do it. And that made me think, like, man, that looked better than anything in Dial of Destiny. Interesting. Like, for all its flaws – the crystal it's still has it's still Spielberg. Yeah, it, it's Spielberg there tricks it for all its flaws. It's still arguably the greatest director <laughs> in the history. Oh of yeah, <laughs> if not, if not like top three. Now, right. I have a question yeah. for Tom since you deal with the music business so much, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that scene where Indiana Beatles. Jones goes and yells. Yeah, it's got to be a million how, or two. How much of the budget oh. had to go to the Beatles well, that's for why magical it was $295 mystery Five million dollars. Yeah, mean, that's a several yeah. million. It's got to be like I mean, it's so. And who does that go to? Does it go to, to like Michael Jackson? Jackson. Apple goes, Music no. goes to Apple. Well, Michael Jackson, well, I think, I know, sold it to Paul McCartney. Right? I know, anymore, I was just but, joking. Yeah. Um, Sony owns that now. Paris, yeah, Paris and the, the but, other one. Uh, I like it. But so, like, a lot of times if people want to use a Beatles song, the the end run around it is you just pay for the mechanical rights and mm-hmm. you have another artist mm-hmm. cover that song. Got it. Right. But to actually use a Beatles performance, I mean, a Beatles song is expensive regardless, but to use their performance of it, like. That's a lot of Does money. it matter with the song? Oh, I'm sure. Each one yeah. has different. Like, if you just yeah. grab, like, something off a B-side, they're like, well, that's yeah, that's $250,000. But you want but if you want, so you want to use this one? Yeah, yeah I mean. Three million. Yeah, yeah. they're certainly going to charge more for 
you know, I don't know, Hey Jude than yeah. they would for I bet boys. this was this was at least a million dollars for that play. For they, about, they, you know, they could have gotten by with the Archies doing sugar, sugar. Yeah. It would have had the same effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, by the way, though. that's $11. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I thought it was a weird needle drop just because, yeah, like they, they could have found something that, do you think those hippies were listening to the Beatles? They I had, don't, I don't think so. I don't. Not that album. In 1969, they would have been listening to Abbey Road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they okay. probably wouldn't. Be, yeah, the, or they'd be more likely to be listening to like Pink Floyd, that's right. or Jefferson Starship. Yeah, that's why. I think no, it, Airplane. Jeff, sorry, yeah. <laughs> showing yeah. my age. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say, since this is the morning when he wakes up and he's annoyed by the. They could have gone through the entire Beatles catalog before they got to Magical Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> John Reese Davies comes back, uh, which again is great to it's see. Great. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he, he's he's one of the best. Indiana he's one Jones. of the best parts of Indiana Jones. Yeah, and he's he's his um, Felix. What from James Bond? Lighter. Yeah, Felix Lighter. Yeah. That's his okay. Felix Lighter. And I yeah, I love the relationship. Watching these all back to back and seeing him in the first and third one, and having him come back. And that's what I want to see. I want to see the old team back together in their old age. How do they deal with? Things? I thought we were getting a short round. I thought that was going to happen, especially with you know his Oscar win and yeah. everything. You'd think there would maybe be a way that they could have. Yeah, that's the one that I was like, God dang it! People are saying make him the new you know short round be not Indiana Jones, but. Make short round the adventure. If only they could time travel and go back knowing that he won the Oscar, and then hire. Him. Hey, can you sign this contract real quick? Okay, good, thanks. But they oh. but like for a spinoff or something, you could make short round the new. You know what I'm saying? I Don't thought make he was, him honestly. Jones, I thought but... he was going to like when Karen Allen and Harrison Ford are kissing. Right. I thought he was going to come in the door. They like, could have filmed you know, that little tag if they wanted to after the Oscar. I guess they, or maybe he was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah. But he's he does have something. But how, that, man, yeah. how many of Indy's greatest hits do you want to squeeze yeah, in like one I, movie? That's like, fair. He came that's in totally there with weird. Also, I brought this guy that I never met. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, no, they'd have to do it more organically. But I did think he was going to sh- pop he, in. What for honestly, something. what they could have done made yeah. him the guy Anton- Antonio Banderas's role, or, and then don't kill or him. Toby Jones. Yeah. He'd have been like nineteen. Okay. But you couldn't have the daughter then, I guess. Right. Like, yeah. the Toby Jones role would, would make no Antonio sense. Antonio Banderas would have been pretty good. I don't yeah. know how I feel. When movies, when they do that thing, like, hey, it's that guy that you remember <laughs> that's never been in any of these movies. My yeah. old friend. Like, they so introduce Antonio Banderas' character where I turned to Blake. He was at the movie. And then I go, was he in one did of I, these Did things? I miss like, this? You know, they introduce him as right. the same as John Reese davies They introduce him the same way yes. where you're just like. Oh hey, it's, <laughs> and he was good. And it was great to see Antonio Banderas, but hilarious that they did the familiar meeting yeah. thing. Right? I know that guy. Yeah, it's like no. Buddy. We were questioning was it when maybe it was in Crystal Skull? I don't, I don't remember. Know. Yeah. So yeah, so now that he's framed for murder, we he he goes oh, to John Reese. Yeah, Davies. they go on a killing spree. There's they, a lot of there's like a retirement party happening or whatever, and they just point blank. Uh, secretary, you're dead. Chairhead, you're dead. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah. The CIA agent, you're dead. The everybody, yeah. So he's basically on the. He's trying to clear his name, and she's trying to get this device that her dad was obsessed with. Right, and, and I so, do, I think those scenes again with Toby Jones, where he's losing his mind over the 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 de- the dial, mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford's like, oh, I gotta go. And that's the only other flashback with the agent that we get. And it was still good. It was you know, it was fine. Yeah. But I mean, they put a hat on him, so you could hide some yeah. of that face. So, but, yeah, but, so the, but the Archimedes thing is only half, so yeah. they're trying to track down the other half. And, and they realize that there's this boat where they found the first half that has been cracked in half, and they realize that this boat was carrying 
a piece or something that would get us to the next piece. So they go on a deep. And of course, I do think that the way Mads Mikkelsen in this is almost like Jason Voorhees, where <laughs> he just teleports and he's there. I was like, they were so fu- like when they this, are on this boat. This franchise is always well, that's that. true. That's true. Just put a map up and you can get anywhere <laughs> yeah. you want. But I mean, like, I like the new take on the map. I did too. What that was good. it? I, I I was bothered because it, it didn't look like it. It was but... more like kind of a three D yeah. vision yeah. of the yeah. It was more, I, how do yeah. they not do the paper map? Like I mean, I don't know. Those are the things where like James Mangold make made this feel like a indiana jones movie but then he didn't do certain fan service things like the end credits don't play over the last scene yeah i didn't really i wasn't a huge fan of that where it's like you'd get the little like circle down the opening shot wasn't the paramount logo yeah mountain it was the lucasfilm logo yes where i just feel like aren't there certain things that i feel like you should just do for paramount still around yeah they produce this movie but are they they, i think they have some sort of contractual they didn't actually produce it remember paramount plus they're still around they have a whole streaming service i always forget that (laughs) (laughs) everybody does but they're all all together all the indiana jones movies have always opened with a shot of Mm -hmm. something looking like a mountain yes and then it, as yeah. it dissolves from the Paramount logo. Right, right, and this, right. This one did it's not It's like do that. the Star Wars movies not starting with the Fox fanfare. It's like you just feel like... 20th century films. Yeah. There just should be... I don't know. Some things they should No, do, I agree. But so just, we'll just kind of cruise. They go, yeah, they go we'll, down. They get, they get the piece. The Nazis show up real quick and kill one guy. Then they basically... Phoebe Bridgers... You think she's going to turn on him again, but she's got like a stick of dynamite and everybody gets away. And one of the things that I've always loved about the the Indiana Jones movies is he, you think he's an idiot. Like he has these moments where he you think, like, God, you're so dumb. But he is always well, the every man. one that's to two thing. steps ahead, though, because he's like he's they, like half a step ahead. That's yeah. fair. That's what a I want. That's what's great. Right. Yeah. He yeah. is more of your he's every just man. Barely eking out a win. Yeah. So yeah. he's just like, oh, no, they're going the wrong way. We don't want to go that way. We're going to go this way. We go to Sicily. And that's, you know. He thinks they're going to get a leg up, and they never really do. Right. So they go. Well, to, I mean, if you think about Raiders, right? Yeah. He, for all of its, it's. I mean, it's it's a great movie. Right? Yeah. He has really absolutely no impact None. on that story of any kind. That movie would happen without him. They get the they get the arc. They go to all the places. He's running around after them. <laughs> he never really stops them. At the end, he they, closes he, his eyes. He doesn't stop them <laughs> from opening it. And then they all die, and he doesn't. The end. Right? Well, in Dial of Destiny, why does Phoebe Waller Bridge need him? He has some sort of in, he he does have some because he makes that comment she in the, in the tuk tuk because she keeps I, trying to leave and he tags along. Right? She doesn't really. No, there's a there's a he has a line. It's when he's fixing the tuk tuk. With the gum, which again, he was just like, the, I like the little, like, no, your gum has this stuff in it. It'll be oh, fine. Man, that's that Deus Ex Machina stuff oh, bothers yeah. me so badly. <laughs> yeah. The uh, engine's broken. You have the Moroccan gum, which is just, <laughs> I don't know. That's a little bit. But he does weird, say but... something about, he, I have the information that you need and you need me. And she was like, well, fine. I guess you can go. Yeah. So give me the information and then I will go. <laughs> You're 80 years old. You stay yeah. here. Be retired. I'm going to go and get this thing. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll just keep chasing. The thing is that, you know, he found her. He's like a dog that chases he a just, bus. He's never going to stop. And so I guess, I don't know. I, and he does have a, he has a great line, line read on the boat where he's just like, I don't have anything. Like my kid's dead. Oh yeah. There's some <laughs> gut punch wife, moments. Yeah. In this my movie. wife left me like, I got nothing. I got yeah. nothing. Else. Like who am I here for or whatever? And he's her godfather. So really yeah. like she is the closest thing he has left. So. That's, and vice versa. Yeah. You know, so they get this piece. 
Antonio they, Banderas is dead. Yeah, they shoot him Bad in the chest. Shoots him. All right, thanks you for coming. a one picture deal. That's all you get. He go. They go to this cave, and they. This is where they find the body of Archimedes, and they find he's like a Nazi. It's, it's like the eagle or whatever, right? Like it's the it's the bird. half moon. It's the crescent. Oh no, she's. They're looking at the bird, and they're like that has propellers on it. Yeah, that. And this is on the casket, and they look at the body, and there's a watch on the body. Right, and he's they didn't like, have this. watches. And then he goes. I think they figured it out. Yeah. They may have gone back in time. And this is the stuff with time travel that I love where I'm like, and, and so James Mangold made a movie called Kate and Leopold, which he is the did. time travel Hugh Jackman. romantic. Yeah. It's movie. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And, uh, oh. she was married to Dennis Quaid. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird, I love idea. this stuff though. So he, so James Mangold's no stranger to time travel. And it's this whole thing about like manifest destiny or whatever, where it's like the, the people in the future caused the thing that was always going to happen. So, this has already happened because they did it, right? It's not that you can change whatever. It's like, no, you're doing what no, you're like doing. A loop. Yes, it's because, like a loop. That's exactly it. Er. Time, time travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are so many different versions of time travel yeah. where, you know, we see it. We saw it in the flash. We see it here. We're just different. Yeah. And this is the whole, like, not the split off and branch. This is the whole, no, you're always destined to do this. And this person does this and goes back. Right. And it all is supposed to happen. So they get all the pieces together. They lose because Indiana Jones always loses at least once. And they're getting ready to go through. They find the, the the rift in time. And again, this is the point where Indiana Jones is like half a step ahead where he's like, you idiots. Like you forgot about the continental drift. We're off by 10 degrees. And everybody's like, that's not that, true. That's pretty good because you're like, is he messing with him? Because he, he could not? be. And Mads Mikkelsen is sweating it up until the, he's like, uh, stop. But then it's too late. It's and too the thing late. pulls him in. Yeah. And they, I love the way he knows about the continental drift because the luggage is moving. And the bullets what? are falling out. <laughs> That's the way he knew. Okay. A gravitational pull? I don't know. He's a genius. Yeah. So they go through the portal. Mads Mikkelsen's like, We're, we did it. We're in Sicily. I'm going to go kill Hitler. And then we see the ships and he's like, we went too far. And they're at the battle, this this battle that they've been talking about the entire time. Syracuse. Yeah. Not the, not in New York. This no. is the, yeah. And everybody's like, you know, they. it's kind of hilarious where we kind of, you know, as looking back on the past you're like your weapons would do nothing you're do nothing your weapons yeah. would be garbage against us but they're like throwing giant flaming boulders seeing, and it's destroying I thought this it was plane. a cool concept so all these armadas it was out great and all these centurions or whatever you call them yeah. fighting and all this happening in the background i did not expect it in an indiana jones movie no because we've never done time travel i mean you see weird stuff but you're like wow this is really this we did it yeah and i like that yeah they're shooting down the plane with their flaming catapults I, the giant you've never seen planes before and you can get a flaming spear into I the think plane they're, they're just throwing they're good it. man no yeah i think they were launching hunt they had so when many that, ships and everything when that nazi gets hit with the giant spear and gets i was like oh that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah anytime we can kill a nazi oh, before yeah. It, but, yeah yeah so basically, th- this is where Mads, Mads Mickelson and Boyd... Oh, and he's been shot at this point? No. Or, no, he's shoots. already been shot because he's on the plane with the blood. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. So yeah, the 45 minutes of the movie happens with him being shot in his heart. He's just, sit- he's just sitting down. Really. You know, Harrison Ford's like, you know, I'm sitting this whole scene, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not getting... <laughs> All right, you've been shot. <laughs> yeah, done. <laughs> so what is Phoebe Bridger's oh. character's name? I keep throwing a car back. Phoebe. <laughs> Call her Wombat. Wombat. Call her Wombat. Yeah. yeah. Wombat shows Helena. up. Helena shows up. And I do like this line where she pull. you know, she gets on the plane and she pulls the little thing and all the, again, all the Nazis standing on the trap door just go Whoop, and yeah. they're gone. I like his line. He's like, what are you doing? And she's hanging by a thread. And she's like, I'm sa- I'm saving you. I really liked her in this movie. I thought, I thought she, she had her moments. Super charismatic. I, like I mean, I, I don't want a whole movie of her, but yeah. I like her. I, I agree. She, yeah. Yeah. I think she's funny. She's charming. She. You know? 
is a lot like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like the whole character is written like Indiana Jones. If he was more of a mercenary. Yes. Yeah. So the, yeah, she's just in it for the money. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. Just like the people who made this movie. <laughs> well, yeah. why does any movie get made yeah. these days? Pretty that's much. True. Why does any movie get made ever? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's for creative expression, yeah. Tom. Not $290 million movies. Those go to, movies. Those go to A24. Yeah. That's right. those, those movies are made on a foot rub and a bomb pop. Bomb that's pop. the that Blumhouse promise. Yeah. Did you know that he worked for Roger Corman? That makes sense. Yeah, I think does. so. I didn't yeah. know that until just recently. I was like, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So, is, yeah, the, our heroes get off the plane. Uh, I just thought of, like, Air Force One. And Indy, there's a, there's one of these soldiers that's been tracking them the whole time. You keep seeing him. I don't know if he's supposed to be the some set, famous. But we never see that guy. We see him. We see we see that guy look at the people jumping out of the parachute, and then we never see that guy again. Well, he almost kills Indy. This guy that's been tracking them is the one that's about to kill Indy. Oh, and then oh, Archimedes oh, mean, comes up and is like... Boop, yes, that's right. That's right. But this guy has been following them, and he's like, "I'm going to go get these." They think they're dragons. They think the planes that's are dragons. Great. That's great. Oh, not short round is like pretending to fly Chekhov's fake plane <laughs> in Morocco, and then you know, which you're like, "Okay, oh, he's going to pilot you're flying something. a plane later." And so he's following them, and so the way that they get back through a time rift before it closes is that short rounds ta- tailing him with a working plane, not short round. Yeah, I, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Teddy. Teddy. Teddy, thank you. Short round two. Short yeah. round. Short round junior. Yeah, right. Shorter round. <laughs> Shorter and less round. Yeah. Short round. He, was, he wasn't fat. No, he but he's just a, a little bean, kid. A bean pool. Yeah, a little bean pool. So, yeah, so Indy is shot. We see that Archimedes does pick up Mads Mikkelsen's watch. And the other, and the new, and the dial that's already been put together. He picks up the almanac. Yeah, right, right. He's like, oh, the Yankees are going to win 14 to 2. So... Harrison Ford at this point is like, I'm done. Yeah. Like I've got nothing left. And he, he is, I, you know, you'd think that Helen is going to give him an argument where she's like, you're going to screw up the time stream. Like you can't stay here. You can't do this. He's like, I'm going to do it. And she was like, then I got to do this and just punches him in the face. And I was like, that's the most Indiana Jones thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like that's I mean, exactly elder abuse. It, no. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that's how he just... treated his father. Still, I'm getting more and more upset about elder abuse every day. <laughs> <laughs> so he wakes up and it's, He's in his apartment. And I like how Fiu Waller Bridges is like, he can't keep that. That's the dial that he has to invent. <laughs> we need that. So he can't just, you know, copy he off just give his own you. homework. I do like yeah. that she's like, she's trying to protect time. Yeah, she's the voice of reason. And Indiana Jones is like, nah, I'm just staying here. I, well, yeah. I don't care, whatever. Not my problem. Not my problem. But he wakes up and I was almost thinking like, it's like, oh, it was all a dream. Oh, God. Here's, here's, you were there. Here's all, <laughs> everything's scattered around. Oh, yes. like, right, right. Yeah. Why do we not hate Wizard of Oz for that? Like, I hate it when any other movie does it. <laughs> but when Wizard of Oz never, does it. We've never seen it before. I guess, yeah. You know, it's right, the first one copy, to do it. Yeah, right. a million times. It's like, yeah, because uh, that's what happens in kids' movies. Eh, you know, Stuart Little is a mouse who can talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's a good one. And but, the mom gave birth to that mouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, Gene, yeah. unpack that. Like Gina okay. Davis. Is that really how it's supposed to happen? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that's how. I, it's, isn't that it's his real brother? I thought right? that's how that happened. <laughs> how does okay? Who who's the dad in that? It's House. It's how it's, it's Hugh Laurie. Laurie. Yeah. Hugh Laurie. Yeah. 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 yeah so a he, Fry and Laurie fame. He wakes up and everybody's there. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you were there. And you were there. And then Karen Allen walks to the door and they have it's a nice. And here's the thing reunion. is like one of the things that makes her makes their relationship so good in that first one is there is legit 
like chemistry, chemistry yeah. between those two. And she's an intellectual equal. Yes. Right? Like it's she's Ex- not like that was the problem with Kate Capshaw. Oh mm-hmm. boy. She's oh. she's damsel in distress. And yes. and no no disrespect to her because she's doing exactly what that movie asked yes. her to it's do. It's not her fault, but right. that character is so annoying. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's why that's Temple has always been my least favorite that is that yeah. shrieking that ah, ah Is there a love interest in Crusade? Is it just him and his dad? Well, the German that turns on him. Oh, yeah, Frau, yeah, Frau, yeah, Frau. Yeah. Okay, Frau, 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 Frau <laughs> Yeah, but Spielberg left his wife right. for her. Who? Is- Amy Irving. Yeah. Amy Irving. Amy you Irving. Dumbass. Idiot. I mean, Kate Capshaw is no slouch, and neither is Amy Irving. I uh, thought, like, as he went on these adventures, globe hopping, we would run into more other yeah. people. Like, I thought we maybe we do run into Kate Capshaw. Maybe we do run into Short Round. Like, yeah. I think they should have done that like because i don't know if we're getting it that's what i'm saying yeah because yeah, this has got to be it i don't yeah. think we're getting another one i don't think so. i don't think so and it's a good it's a it's a great way to end it right like it's i think the way they end this i think is fantastic where you know they do that like i said before they do the the raiders There's thing the where she's like, right here and then yeah they flip right the script it's nice and yeah. it's great and then you know you see his, his hat on the outside clothesline and as the the camera is like coming in, he grabs the hat. Was it because she says, "Put the hat on"? Like, no, why I, did he grab the hat? I think because she she asks <laughs> him, hat. but she asks him when <laughs> she walks in. She's like, "People are telling me you're back. Like, are you back?" Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm like, we've already used that line. You cannot. <laughs> he didn't say. He it. grabs the hat because Short Round shows up at the door, and they have to go off on another yeah, adventure. Yes. Oh, let's, let's do it. You know, speaking of bumpa bumpa. Yeah, you talk about old That's the people. Official it's the title of John Williams' yeah, song right. is Bumpa Bumpa. John Williams is 91 years old know, and still is... scoring movies. He came out of retirement for this, right? I, I, oh, did he really? I, I didn't know so. he had retired. Didn't he do the he Didn't he do the Fablements? He said he well, he said he retired. Maybe he came out for that. Is he? Did he do this too? For sure. Yes. Because he so he was retired, and I swear he came out for for one last movie. And he does get to use Indy's theme about 52 times, which is okay because well, it's John Williams. If you watch the other movies, I'll tell you what. There's like one song in Indiana Jones, and he he <laughs> you, he milks the crap out of that song. Uh-huh. Every single movie, it just goes, bum, 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 and it's a yep. great. Hey man, if it ain't broke, I don't no, it's one of the greatest of all time. But but I mean, it's just funny in every movie. You know how usually, even when you have a famous movie, you get like the new song that's like the new one, and you right. sprinkle it. But it's like, dude, every Indiana Jones movie, is, yeah. and then they just change it where it's like. Well, yeah, you get like yeah, you get lighter ones, you get slower ones, you get they, they, romantic yeah, just, ones, yeah, like yeah, a minor yeah. key for trouble. Exactly, yeah. right. Exactly. If the we scary did, scene, he goes, so good. If if this is how they end it, I think this is the best possible ending. Is him and Mary, you know, Indiana Jones and Marion back together? And I mean, it's fine. The third one should have been the best possible ending. Correct. That's it, true. It's a perfect trilogy, really. I mean, even if Temple is not that great, but it's still solid and i think especially looking at it through i think i like this one more than temple i really like the more i think about it i think i like this the the cheesy temple has practical effects that's true temple has great they they great makeup and practical effects they burn that poor guy alive (laughs) sorry bud but that's the problem i think is that i mean the car the car chase i think was in morocco right yeah i thought that was good and i again the choreography i love the idea of the car chase but man every time it just cuts back to them doing the old you know it looks like lucy and and ricky driving (laughs) it just it takes you back to it's the same thing when you watch those you know i know there's a lot of work that goes into it yeah and you know i'm not trying to be offensive but when you see stuff like Mad Max, when you see stuff like Mission Impossible, they can do it. And if you, you know have who, $300 million, you can yeah, do it. You know who was being offensive? 
Steven Spielberg and Indiana Jones too, because they the Indian people were like, "You're not filming any of that stuff here." Yeah. That, there was a big deal about how the portrayal of Indian people in that movie and like the customs and the all the like. The, I did hear about that. The yeah. Eating the monkey brains. Not it was like the snakes and the customs and the voodoo and all that. Yeah, stuff. I mean, even at the time in the '80s, people were like, "Whoa, dude!" Like there were some not happy Pump people. The brakes. Oh, that's, that's not a thing where like 40 years later people got mad. Like I remember at the time, people yeah. were like, "That's not really how these cultures are." Speaking yeah. of snakes, how fake do the eels they look? Pretty in bad. This? I was just about to mention. They look that's, pretty bad. That's what I was going to bring up. Oh. I I loved the fan service of that though. Oh, yeah. there's eels eels and then someone says oh, <laughs> so it's that's like, like snake waters snake waters i, I thought that was snakes. a great throwback to yes the i did fear. like that but yes they looked like trash yeah. and luckily it was all dark yeah because well, that's the old pirates of the caribbean <laughs> to me again yeah, it was Pacific just like Rim. indies greatest hits we've seen all this stuff yeah. before it's boring to me see i don't I think i didn't think it was boring but you did touch on something where it's like Maybe the Nazis and India fighting the Nazis and bringing that back. So maybe, but I, cause I agree with you is it did feel like you're doing all the things I want you to do. And this is pretty good, but it is missing something. I think it's because you know, sometimes what the audience wants isn't really what they want. Star Wars, the last Jedi yeah. bingo. That's 100% the best case of that, where it's like they changed everything and you thought it wasn't what you wanted. But then we see what happens. We're like, oh, no, no, no. Let's play it safe. Let's give them exactly what they want. And it's like, ugh. Suicide Squad. That re-edited Suicide Squad with all of that awful. Like, they're like, oh, we need to make it jokey and more like Deadpool oh, and stuff. Yeah, and it's I like, forgot about that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wanted either one of those cuts. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's yeah. I feel like, though, this is a movie where I, I do think critics are going to be harder on this movie than the general public. I yeah, think the general were. public is yeah. going to go to this movie and be like, that's what I wanted. Yep. I, I agree. I think the audience that shows up for this is going to be happy. I've seen online a lot of the fan reaction. Like, indie super fans have one guy that does all this collecting and stuff. We just became friends on Twitter. He seems like a nice guy. He's got a whole room full of stuff. Has a YouTube channel. He says, I'll have seen it five times by Sunday. Like, yeah. I just, the fans, the diehard fans are getting what they want. And that's, I, it feels like an indie movie. It's a lot I, and I could see this having legs. Like, there's, I could. There's, I don't think there's a big release next week. I think the Oppenheimer? It, it's, no, no that's Barbie. Is, is Barbie next week? I think Barbie's Barbie already. and Oppenheimer are the same day. But, but I don't that's, think two, that's three weeks I don't think out. that's next week. That's three weeks out. It oh, could, yeah. So I think next week the biggest movie is Insidious, whatever. And then, and then, then you get Mission Impossible. Impossible and Patrick then you Wilson. get. Barbenheimer. Oh, you're right. Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. <laughs> Barbenheimer. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Though this is the older crowd going to the theater over three or four or five weeks. No, we, but we had just talked about that. Is like I feel like I feel like this summer has been the most oversaturated summer I can remember in recent history. I think history. COVID screwed. It is like yeah. every week. It's like tentpole, but, tentpole, tentpole. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I feel like. But before COVID, you would get two. You would get two or three major releases mm-hmm. in a week. That, I guess. but but that went after different demos. Right. Uh-huh. Where so you might get a comic book movie, but maybe a big rom com. Yeah, kids movie. Where or a kids movie. Where mm-hmm. like now, it's like you get one big movie a week. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. get one, and you they're one. going after the exact same demos. So right. they're just cannibalizing the box office yeah. because people aren't going to two in a week and they're like well they pick one right and there's a pixar movie out in theaters right now elemental but i mean although it's... it had a good it had a horrible first week but it had a that's good second week oh, like good. it only had a drop of like 35 percent or something well that's so, i gotta tell you that so stuff is all it, over disney right now it's having some kind of legs but it's still not what they thought yeah. but they didn't promote that much at all no but then i think was it this week or is it next week that the Teenage Kraken 
DreamWorks uh, movie. Comes I think it's out. this week. That oh, might be, yeah. So <laughs> don't release it against the Little Mermaid. That seems counterproductive. Yeah, but <laughs> so uh, yeah, so anyway, maybe. I guess I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Paul. You can find me on HarrisOnline.com. And this is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S-21. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at the same. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. I looked up the same on Letterboxd. I did not find <laughs> it. God damn it. <laughs> and this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And don't forget our YouTube channel or Kevin will get yeah, mad at you. There you so, go. Uh, so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Dugate falls into the lava pit. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.